0: There are so many things that we as humans don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as otherworldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. So I'm here to take you on this exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the Psychic Scoop. Hey babes, welcome back to the Psychic Scoop. I am your host, Steffi, aka Spirit Sis. I am a psychic medium, intuitive energy healer, and astrologer. And today we're going to discuss all things fate. Fate. Hollywood has done a fantastic job at kind of riddling our brain with the idea of fate. Of course, when it comes to romance, like I'm such a sucker for a movie where the two leads know they're meant to be together, but they keep missing each other. And of course, they meet underneath this crazy rainstorm under the moonlight to confess their love to one another. (laughs) Does anyone else like fall in the category of like a hopeless romantic? Or is that just me? That's when I think of fate, I think growing up, that's what I thought fate meant. Now that I have a spiritual understanding of what fate means, it's a little bit different than that rainy kiss, even though it can totally fall in that category. Think about Disney movies where these princesses are just waiting like one day my prince will come, <laughs> this this fate uh, underlying theme that keeps playing in. Even though all you have to do to accept your fate is live your life in an authentic way, Here's a perfect example of fate in a Disney movie. Let's talk about The Sword and the Stone. That movie always resonated with me. He was an errand boy, but also was trained by this magical wizard and discovered his spirituality and his intuition. And then he just walked up to this stone and pulled this freaking sword out that all these crazy knights and royalty and all these people couldn't do it. And he just pops up and he's like, oh, yep, because that was his destiny. That was his fate. Okay, not all my spiritual lessons are going to be relating back to Disney or movies, but I think that's a really good way of explaining how we've learned about fate thus far in our lives, right? Through media. But what is the true definition of fate? As a millennial, I obviously took to the Google machine just to see what the collective masses are kind of putting into the interwebs about what fate is. And it's pretty powerful. Speaking of powerful, it is described as a powerful supernatural force that determines your destiny. Darn, that is pretty freaking meaningful, right? I love the keyword destiny because that is exactly what destiny is. We each have a fate. We each have a destiny here. When we reincarnated, we did it with some outcomes in mind and things we need to go through to up level the trajectory of our own souls. Now, how we come upon these events has a little bit to do with your free will as a human, but for a lot of your life, (laughs) there are predestined things that are supposed to happen to you and it's funny before I want to even dive into this and some stories about fate I had a pretty big argument with my brother in high school I will never forget it speak of soul contracts and karma right my brother and I he's very logical and I'm very mystical he's a Scorpio I'm a Cancer so we we are empathetic but we also agree to disagree on some things it was just so clear to me. We were in a Taco Bell drive through and I was talking about fate and I basically said, you know, I give up give up control, I give up power because, you know, for the most part I know that my life is predestined and I know that I have a purpose and my sole purpose is yet to be discovered. Here I am, like sixteen years old, thinking I am like some kind of woo expert when I had yet to discover, you know, all of the things I know now. But my brother was like, That's bullshit like I don't believe in that at all I think that you have free will as a human being and I think you have the decision to make your own choices in life and that fate is made up and fate is just a coincidence And we had a heated debate for a while. And I'm like, how can things be just a coincidence? How? How? When there's so much magic and mystical things that happen. Like we hear about these stories all the time of someone passing away and their heart is a perfect match for a child or someone else in that exact area who's been on the waiting list for five years for a new heart there are so many things that happen that just seem so kismet, so divine. You can't describe it other than it is divinity and some kind of correlation of angels, like divine intervention, you know, like how could you fight that? But now I know that, yeah, I think there is some validity to his claim that you know, we, we are humans and we, we do have experiences that we can kind of choose to go through or not to go through based on the up-leveling of your soul. But that's where, you know, this perspective can really trip you up because when you come down to earth, you have these predestined events that are pretty concrete and it's up to you to decide how you are going to, I guess, deal with these events on a soul level And that's why I was so angry in that argument. I'm like, we didn't come here to sleep, eat, die, and just kind of carry around these heavy meat suits or meat skeletons and just, you know, be like, okay, well, that's it. There has to be more to life. There has to be meaning to life. And there is there absolutely is you incarnated for a reason you are living and breathing listening to this podcast you are in or on earth (laughs) for an exact reason of course we don't know that because that is a part of the incarnation if we knew all of our lessons you know we would try to cheat as much as possible and try to get around to it and evolve our souls because that's the whole goal evolution of our own souls But there are so many ways you can do that with these predestined events. So let me explain to you the difference between fate and the difference between ego and potentially your free will messing some things up for you, which, again, is a very human experience and why we incarnated. So let's say someone gets into a car accident and they walk away, but they still have some pretty bad, you know, aches and pains, maybe some spinal injuries, and so They decide that, okay, through this, I'm going to go see an acupuncturist because I am in some severe pain. And then through that acupuncturist, they are kind of learning the ins and outs of the spine and Eastern medicine. And then they decide, I think this is my path and I want to be a healer. So that car accident, although it was super traumatic and caused them some pain, it actually led them to their path of being a healer, and they would have never got there if they wouldn't have gotten in the accident. There's another way of looking at this car accident. The person gets into a car accident, they lose their car, they lose their insurance, and they decide, woe is me, I can't afford to go to an acupuncturist, I can't afford to work on my body or work on myself, and they spiral out of control. They don't have the money or the support to continue to work on themselves because of this long-term injury, and thus they kind of miss the chance of becoming a healer. But that doesn't mean that they just lost their chance at their fate. You know, there's other ways that they can come around to being a healer and it might mean there's another accident that happens or maybe the universe catapults them into a lot of pain where they have nothing else to do, but force themselves into getting help, getting chiropractic, getting, you know, some healing done, and that means they need to be a healer. So Avenue A was a lot quicker to get to their fate, but Avenue B was a little bit longer, but that's because the soul and the human experience blended together where you didn't really remember that your soul needed you to be a healer because your human will and your ego got in the way of your true fate. And let me explain that there is no wrong or right way to deal with your own fate because that's the whole thing about incarnation. You don't remember your fate. You don't remember what you came down to do and you don't remember the lessons that you've learned. But if you were to look back at your life and realize all the beautiful and magical things that just aligned in a perfect way, weren't you already vibrating on a really high frequency when those things fell into your lap? I know personally when I am you know, crying in my soup and I'm down in my luck, that sometimes the universe catapults me into a trigger or a painful event that actually leads me to a lot of really beautiful things. Think about how many people glow up during breakups. I mean, whenever my friend breaks up or like someone gets broken up with, I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so happy to see you sore because there is nothing truly more enlightening or awakening than going through a tragic breakup because you truly understand your purpose in life when your heart is broken or shattered or if you lost that job, you lost that thing, or you lost someone. I mean, there's so much beauty in grief and that is a very human experience. I've had some of the most meaningful events in my life going through breakups and i I don't think I would have achieved as much as I did if I stayed in those low vibrational relationships. I mean, I met my live-in boyfriend and my soulmate now when I was suffering another breakup and I was in a very toxic and low vibrational narcissistic relationship and my soul was so weak and I really didn't know who I was. And through a little bit of that pain, I realized it wasn't even pain from losing the relationship because honestly, I was so over it. It was the pain that I was in the cyclical pattern of choosing low self-worth behaviors, not standing up for myself and continuing to do a cycle of abuse with people when in reality all I had to do was choose myself and I worked so hard on it. I went to psychotherapy a ton. I joined all of these really lovely support groups. I continued to research on my own and learn about why I was attracting these awful people into my life and then randomly I got this invitation to go out and I wasn't feeling like it but I was like all right I'll go and of course that's when I met my boyfriend now and the best thing about this is I met him through a mutual friend that I've known for years and how did I not meet my boyfriend until then because I was choosing toxic people to stay in my life. And it was just a timing thing, right? Fate led us to meet each other when I was in my worth, thus met the love of my life. See, everything comes into fruition the way, the exact way it's supposed to. You might have some, you know, road bumps or roadblocks or obstacles in the way. It might take you a little longer to get to where you need to go. But anything that's mediocre in your life, anything you don't love, leave it, leave it behind. It's not for you. It's not in alignment. So yes, you have things in your life that are predestined, absolutely, including your exit point and when you're going to leave. But there's also a lot of things as a human that you can decide to do. And my suggestion is living your life the best way you can interacting with people with love and harmony and if you're truly feeling down and out which all of us have been through how can you grow and learn on a spiritual level in doing so I mean how can you truly elevate your pain and transform and transmute it into something truly special that's like the million dollar question right All right. Well, enough of the philosophical stuff that, you know, spirit really wanted to get out right away. I wanted to end it with a few really fun stories about fate. So my favorite story about fate, not even mine, but I heard the story and my mind was freaking blown. There was a couple that were engaged to be married. And I think they were looking through some old photo books, you know, for the wedding party or whatever it was. And the woman is showing her fiancé this picture of her as a child at Disney World. You know, she's standing in front of the castle with her two brothers, and her fiancé is looking at the photo intensely. And he's like, that looks like my dad in the background of that photo. And she looks closer, and she goes, oh my gosh, it does look like your dad. Well, lo and behold, with cross-referencing, they found out not only was it his dad, so her fiance's dad in the photo, it was also him being pushed in the stroller behind her. Does this not blow your freaking mind? I mean the same location, the same time, the same day, 30 years before they were engaged to be married. They were at Disney World the same it's like that is so crazy to me. Of course you could argue you know it's the happiest place on earth. it's a it's a common destination but come on, the same day, the same time, the same photo, the same 200 feet within each other and I believe her fiance was from Canada or something. I mean, those kind of stories make me want to live, just live. (laughs) I mean, I'm already living, I'm breathing. But how cool and exciting is that? I mean, even think about these war stories or really unique stories that happen uh, where there's something magical about the story. You know, there's some sort of fate that makes that story crazy. You know, like I also listened to a story about a woman who was trapped in her car and you know, it was on flames, in flames, and a police officer just happened to be driving by and, you know, got her out of the car just in time before it exploded. You know, there are things like that where you cannot argue that that is a coincidence. That is divine intervention from angels. And personally, I mean, I've experienced fate so much in my life. And even my grandpa, another fun little story. I mean, fun for me, but uh, really cool, interesting things that happened to him. He was in you know, the 1930s. He was boarding a plane and a woman ran up to him and said, hey, hey, I, I need your ticket. My daughter just had a baby and I need to go see her right away. She's in the hospital. And my grandpa was like, I don't really know if I want to do that, you know, and sure enough, she convinced him. And unfortunately, that plane went down in an accident about an hour or so after that. So clearly, my grandpa was really freaked out. I mean, obviously, too, this was well before the Final Destination movies came to surface. (laughs) I mean, this was the 1930s. So we ended up taking a train home. Now, in the middle of the night, he woke up with this insatiable hunger and decided he was going to, you know, go to the snack bar and get himself a drink or a snack. So he was in the snack bar, you know, middle of the night, two, three in the morning. And all of a sudden, the cabin starts smoking And they have to stop the train and evacuate because where he was sleeping, the entire cabin caught on fire. And yes, there were casualties. So how insane are those stories, my grandpa? But the craziest thing is, you know, he still went on to live a very nice life. He accomplished so many things because it wasn't his time. And his intuition and his angels guided him to, you know, escape some of those things and the other people unfortunately it was their destined time to go but the the interesting thing to wrap this up about my own grandpa who i never had a chance to meet because he passed before i was born he actually ended up dying on april fool's day So how interesting and endearing and intriguing is that story? It's not meant to be morbid and freak you out. That story is truly incredible about how, you know, there are so many things that are faded in your life. And truly, all you have to do is wake up and go outside and you never know what's going to show up on your doorstep, right? I mean, every single day, if you're living and breathing and really kind of approaching life with this open-mindedness and this real will to live and this real purpose to just be yourself, you have no idea what fate has in order for you or what your angels have in order for you, which in my opinion is pretty freaking rad. I believe in fate and even my 16-year-old self in that argument, believe in fate. I do believe in your human will and your fate really combining together to make a life that is exactly your own and that, my friends, is, I guess, fate explained in a little bow in a short amount of time. I mean, if you have any fate stories that you want to share with me, please. I'm all ears. You know, like chicken soup for the soul that book. <laughs> I want to compile all of the stories about fate because I eat that shit up. That is that really warms my soul. So, I'm going to ask you what, you know, events have led to your life that you think were fated. And really think about it, really really explore the journey of your life and how things worked out, or even if things didn't work out, look into that. Where did that lead you to? Okay, well, this was such an honor to connect with you. And if you want to connect with me further, you can follow me on Instagram at spirit underscore sis, or we can connect on my website, which is spiritsis.com. Until next time, keep living your life, keep enjoying your fate, and sending you lots of peace, love, and light. Bye-bye.